On this episode of the Faded Golf Podcast, John and I are talking from a distance. He's down in Florida, here in Indiana. We get off the topic of golf. Uh, we tie it in a little bit, but we discuss uh, marketing uh, as it relates to the NBA and, and sports um, and the big contract that Giannis got. And we get into uh, how businesses are really struggling because politicians are making these decisions to uh, continue to shut things down um, and not trusting people to make decisions themselves. We get it, uh, but at the same time, uh, we have a discussion around that. So a little bit off topic. We do talk a little bit about golf and sports, but hope you guys enjoy this uh, kind of a winter episode with, I guess, golf not being right in our backyard right now. So thanks. I've got this one about two balls out to the right. I'm telling you, man, it's a speed putt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 6 of the Faded Golf Podcast. Mark Jubin here with uh, John Falkenberg. John is um, Florida? Florida side, yeah. Florida side. So decided to travel south for the winter, or at least for a few weeks. Um, drove the dog down, what, yesterday? Yep. Drove the dog down. Um, snowball. Snowball's snowball. in good shape. Snowball's good. She's good. It was, she was a trooper and she's, uh, she's enjoying the good weather. Just like me. Did you play golf today or did you just work today? Uh, I just worked today, but I got to run on the beach and be outside and worked most of the day. Besides that, I just, you know, I haven't had a big inclination to play, play some golf. I I really don't care. I just, I just like being in nice weather. Yeah. It's weird. Way. Well, it's weird. I think when so they closed down our golf course December first. Um, they covered the greens in sand, and I don't know what else. I don't know. They're trying to protect the golf course. It's fine. Whatever. Not not hating. Um, but uh, and we had awesome weather last week. Or did you get out and play last week at all? Yeah, we went and played woodwind. Me and oh, you... Zane and Scott okay. and uh, Paul Ader. Okay. I knew if you guys played like Highland and maybe some other Woodwind. guys played Woodwind too. So, uh, fun stuff. So, I mean, you could get out and play golf here, but it like today was like 25 degrees. It was freaking cold. So, there was no golf gotta, happening anyway. No, no, that's, uh, that, that, but I do, that, I, that isn't to your point. It's like you kind of shift your mood. I feel like this time of year, like, how do I really want to play? Like, I've even thought about it. Like, when I go on vacation, like, do I want to play? I don't know. But you and I were talking before we started recording. One of the cool things about, like, traveling, and even if you're just kind of by yourself, is just getting paired up with, like, random people. It can always, it can be, it can be super fun. Like, I met, I've met some cool doctors, veterinarians, like, just business guys, whatever, just old retired dudes that just, they like they think it's awesome that you're on vacation. <laughs> it's and like they're like, yeah, I live here, but it's awesome you're on vacation. <laughs> Just play. You go out playing. You meet Good new time. people. That's the greatest. That's the greatest thing about golf. Yeah, it brings people together that like yeah. you would never talk to. I mean, I played with these two dudes in Hawaii when we were there a couple of years ago, and I mean, I, this guy was like, I don't think he was a surfer. But, man, you would have thought he was just some Hawaiian surfer. Like, he was totally, like, every time before he would go up to 
or his buddy would go up to hit a ball, he'd be like, peace, man, peace. Like that was like his, hey, here's, here's the thing I want you to be thinking about before you swing. It was, it was just funny. He was, was like it, this total chill kind of dude. Yeah, man. Was it good? No, he was a total hack. He probably shot like, you know, well, not total hack. I, mean, I think they both broke 100. So, I mean, I have to be like relatively speaking here. Like I, I keep forgetting that like most golfers can't break 100. So, like, yeah, he was okay. He wasn't like terrible. I mean, but he, he enjoyed the shit out of it. Oh, right? they had a great time. I think it was like his birthday or his buddy's birthday. And, you know, they, they, they live on the other side of the island. They drove all the way over to this course. And, um, you know, unfortunately had to pair up with me and my rental clubs. And, um, you know, we you know I, just got a random, I just got a random thought. We need to get uh, Buchanan on, chat, chatty on. Yeah, we, he'd come on. He'd, he'd, he'd be great. Oh, yeah. He can't be good. Because we're just talking about, like, hey, we want, like, how you run into doctors, whoever, lawyers, surfers. I just want, like, get more random people to talk to, hang out. Well, he's like, not that he's, random, though. He's the general manager of the Pacers. <laughs> but he's super. Dude, he's super Oh, he's super very down to cool. earth. Like, so, no. so yeah, even. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I'd love to get him on. He would do it, too. Oh, I think he would as well. I don't want to probe him about, like, the Pacers the whole time, but I think it would be interesting to talk to him about basketball, just in general. I think it would be interesting to talk he, to him about, like, like, and I, I know he can't get into the details about how, like, all, how all these contracts work, but, like, I think it would be fascinating to just get, like, a little insider's point of view on, like, negotiating contracts with these freaking prima donnas. I think that would be awesome. He, um, so he was part of the uh, Charlotte organization, and he got interviewed by Michael Jordan. He told me the story. It was yeah. awesome. We'll have him on to tell and the he, story. His way, the way he got to know him was on a golf course. Well, I, hopefully he wasn't gambling he goes, with him then. He goes, chat. He called. So he goes, chatty. You're right with me. <laughs> and so every time I see him, I call him chatty. chatty. I'm like, I was like. I was like, yeah, that dude's right. yeah, Michael Jordan called you a goat. Yeah. He said, he said Jordan was super cool, like super analytical about insightful about business and how he approached like basketball. I was like, yeah. that was, that's pretty neat. Did you see the Giannis contract? No. What did he get? 200, like 25 million or $220 million or something like that. What's insane? For who? like forty bucks? Yeah, like forty-five million dollars plus a year. It's just how, how the bucks? How the yeah? How does, how does bucks even afford that? I, that's so like there there's salary caps in this stuff, right? Like how do you how do you pay? This this dude this just tells you what the TV contracts are like. Dude, it's obscene. It's a, it's a, that is obscene. Dude, ad, TV advertising has to be like the biggest pyramid scheme ever. I don't know. I, I got to figure out how this works someday. I mean, I know I'm a marketing guy, but I've never done like big, you know, because it, it doesn't make any sense to me. This whole like big brand advertising. Like, why would you interrupt the program to sh- to do some stupid thirty second commercial that totally like basically interrupts what people are doing? And it, I'm honestly at this stage in the game with technology nobody watches a commercial anymore everybody just looks at their phone 
like as soon as like it goes to like there, I'm watching Florida State Georgia Tech because there's no other sports on right now, and they're about to go to halftime <laughs> and they're going to go to commercial and I'm either going to be looking but, at my phone. Think, or think about this: so they got us all fooled because they have the rights to that game. That's all, all it is. It's the rights to the game. Yeah. Once they lose that, they're it's done. Yeah. It's so that yeah. So ESPN is paying a bunch of money, and then ESPN has to go out and sell ads. That's the only way they they can pay to do the to run these games or Big Ten Network or whatever. So I I I don't know. I think it's something different that because like what you said, people aren't looking at those ads anymore. Like why are they paying for it? Well, I so fear. Fear drives everything. Now, I, that's one thing I can relate to as a marketer, and I laugh at, even in my industry, I often laugh at my peers that are often behind the curve on a marketing trend or something of that, or advertising trend, and they keep doing what they have always done because they're afraid if they spend their money in a different place and it doesn't work that they're basically going to get fired. So all these big brands think they have to keep because historically they've spent all this money that if they don't do it, they won't, you know, be successful when, if they maybe just pivoted and spent all their, let's just say they took that same amount of money, millions of dollars for, they just dumped it all into YouTube and all into Snapchat or yeah, some but shit. That's, that's what's gonna, but that's what's gonna, that's what's transitioning to because analytics is proving what you just said that people are not looking at the ads on television, right? They're looking at their phones, so they're gonna stop spending money. So, so what I'm trying to figure out is how ESPN and these other, like how they they keep controlling the rights if they're not getting the income because well, that has to be going. They're away. still selling the ads though. It has to be going there, away. Well, because what you, you said. Have, well, I would assume that it is. However, there's there's like um, there's really only one or two good reasons. There's two good reasons to run this kind of. Well, I'll call it disappearing advertising. So TV advertising is disappearing advertising. Any type of print is disappearing advertising because you know if somebody reads it, throws it away. So. Uh, and radio is another disappearing advertising. If you aren't listening, it basically doesn't get heard. And if you were listening, it's go- it's gone once it's over. So there, there's really only two things that you should be selling. It's cheap media. It's well, it's becoming cheap cheaper. It, it's still expensive, actually, but it's becoming cheaper. But there's only two reasons that I would ever buy that if I were a marketer. One, I'm launching a brand new product. And it's really important that I get it in front of as many people as possible because if I don't, then I'm, then we're gonna ma- we're gonna have a bunch of products sitting on the shelves, so it's just really important that I jam this product down people's throats. And so if you with TV, even if it's like running in the background, same with like Facebook ads and whatever else. Like I need to make sure that like people know this is new, this is new, this is new. So like when the new iPhone comes out or the new like Xbox, I just saw that commercial is coming out. Okay, I get it. You want to sell as many of these in a like upfront so that you can get that word of mouth marketing going um, by getting it to the early adopters that they go, this is the best car I've ever driven. This is the best gaming system I've ever had. This is the best phone. You have to go get it, whatever. The only, the other thing that you would advertise in this type of media, which is disappearing media uh, would be um, an event. And so that could be a movie 
like a movie only has a certain shelf life in the theater. So you're going to want to make sure you get that in front of as many people as you can in a short period of time, uh, a sporting event, a concert, um, again, some type of thing that has a date. And if you don't go to it or see it on that date, then you're going to miss out. So that's basically the only other reason that I, I would do what I call disappearing media advertising. Um, Cause you have, well, you have, you have small I, windows of to time go back. to basically have success. But if you have a product like, like Coca-Cola, for example, or even Budweiser, there is no, Steve, Steve these are two things that are going to be around regardless. There's no new product launch that's coming out. There's no, like, if I don't sell it all by this, then uh, the event's over. And I, oh, gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. It doesn't make any sense for those brands to continue to uh, spend the money on television advertising. It makes zero sense. Uh, the only reason they're doing it is because they, somebody has allocated X dollars to that budget line item for years and years and years. And whoever the CMO is that's making that decision at Coca-Cola and Budweiser is so afraid that they will lose their job if they were to pull out of that and like shift it all to YouTube or something like that or some other channel that actually would where they could actually spend the money better or do something differently that they're just going to keep spending the money because they're basically trying to just protect their career. And they'll marketing's bullshit anyway. So you can justify your spend by making up fucking numbers. Yeah. I mean, that's a great, that's a fucking great synopsis. It really is. I, I mean, yeah, I had to keep with you then. Then, okay. Then it made sense there right <laughs> at the end, but to bring it back full circle to pay, you know, the Greek freak, $220 million a year. Yeah, we're... I think that shit, I think that shit is going to go away to the, to the professional teams that they're going to finally say, Hey, chief market officer, we don't have the income anymore because people are looking at their phones. They're not buying shit based off these TV ads. So we can't pay ESPN, ESPN this money. To keep this the, game on. The only so what what's going to well, change? What's going to change? You you have to look at um, who who wants to capture that audience. So it, it has to get creative, right? So you're, I go back to like it, it's not in my mind. It's not smart for like Coca Cola and Budweiser to, to advertise to that group, right? So, but who is maybe smart to advertise to that audience? So, like for example, on the, I, I've been listening to. Um, you know, sports talk radio, right? In the morning or sometimes in the, if I'm driving to lunch, Dan Dockich is on, whatever, okay? And do you know what those guys talk about all the time in between conversations and also the ads that come up on that? Fucking sports gambling. What? <laughs> it, dude, it's become massive. Dude, it's it is like every in between conversation that is sports is about the line, the over the under, the bad beats, the parlay that you should have the, over the weekend, the name it. And Dockage is bad with it. The guy I was listening to it this morning, um, uh, dropping the kids off at school. And that, I mean, the guy, the guest they had on was even like mentioning it right before he got off. So like whoever his sponsors, so like all these got dude, these gambling sites are paying every single one tons of money to get people to watch. 
So they're sucked in. But that's you're but you're proving but you're proving my point. They're not paying it through the traditional Mm-mm. advertising though. No, sure. So how, how so how the hell and they're not gonna pay I see that's where the, the things get murky from it. It's like how the hell like every time I hear it's like how how is a Greek freak getting paid a two hundred twenty five million dollar contract over five years? <laughs> they say yeah, the T V contract. So a year if that, to play if that keeps going away, how is DraftKings going to pay them to get? They don't give a fuck. They don't care. All they care about is what he well, they, does in the they, game. No, no. Dra- like, DraftKings wants more people to bet. So DraftKings is going to keep spending. That's it. Here's the thing: DraftKings is going to keep spending more and more money on advertisements during the game, during whatever you know, you're looking at because they want more and more people betting on, on this shit and what they're going to be willing to do. They're, yeah, they're but my whole over. point. They, they may my, take over all the ad dollars and they won't care because they're crushing. My whole, yeah. Yeah. And then the Greek freak will, will get 2 million a maybe year instead of fucking 45 because they are not, he's not worth that money. I don't give a fuck what I, I just don't care what anybody, he's not worth that. He, okay. I'll take that back. I'm happy for him that he can get that, but I'm saying from like a real market value, he's not worth that money per year to to do that. It's fucking crazy. It's just what what he is doing is like, hey, I'm a really good basketball player. There's no kind of like uh, you know enterprise value to him besides like he plays basketball. It's fucking awesome that how good he is. He's way better than you know, 99% of even NBA basketball players out there. But the reason he's getting paid is because what you said is like the fear shit with these CMOs and the way they're allocating money for ad dollars. But it has to go away. But when it goes away, what's going to happen to these guys? What's going to happen? I think it needs to go to like, this gets us always back full circle <laughs> to golf, which I kind of like. Performance based. Is that, what if, what if, Fucking exactly. I know you're thinking <laughs> the same thing, me. And it's the best way. To, it's the yeah. fucking best way yeah. in sports. You don't. You don't think make about, money yeah, well, unless you about, fucking. Think about win. a business. Think about any business, right? Like if you don't stay within a budget, um, you'll get fired. If you don't, you know, perform on some, you know, at some particular level, that's an expectation. You know, you maybe don't, especially like if you're a salesperson, right? If you don't sell. You don't freaking make money. So, yeah. What if these guys got paid? So what? So what are? What are? Wow. Yeah, exactly. What are? So what is? What is the NFL, baseball, and basketball? What do they become? They become fucking actors. That's what they are. They're fucking actors. You get paid this set amount. It's like, what's your incentive? Like, you, you guys know you're paid. Like, but what if you were, like your real incentive was like the only way you really get like paid is if you win. I mean, they, 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 well, they I think that would change you know, it. Unfortunately, you got these players unions and they're never going to agree to that. And these guys will walk. Well, if the TV contracts go away, they're going to agree true. to it. There won't be a choice. Yeah. There won't be a choice. So I like, you know, the thought process of what you're talking about. Is that I think it if if it does and I hope it does, 
people just keep staring at their phones during commercial breaks, it's going to eventually mm-hmm. go to DraftKings where they control the ad dollars and it'll be like, we ain't fucking yeah. pay you that shit. It's like, feel like we're good. We're, we're, we're just, good we right want to. Like, why, why would we give you millions of our dollars? That doesn't make any sense. But again, like, you're going to get, like, this is the third time I've seen the Xbox commercial now since we've been talking. We've been talking for 20 <laughs> minutes. I've seen the new Xbox commercial three. That might have actually been the fourth time I've seen it now. So, you know, there, there's, there are certain things that are going to, they're going to keep spending money. DraftKings is going to be one or, or what at Bet Rivers or, uh, you know, what's the other one? Um, I'm trying to think of the other big one. We, MGM's MGM. actually no free ads. I'm not mentioning anymore. Um, but I get state farm just hit here too. Like insurance people are always desperate for new customers. They're going to spend money on that shit all the time. They're just going to do it. So I, I think there's always going to be a market for some type of brand. I think it is just going to shift and there could be a point where, um, there are enough people that are like, you know what? They're, they start to struggle selling uh, ad space. And I, I've kind of seen it because I'm like, I'm like, this is a weak ad. It used to be that there was a beer ad in here or there was like Gatorade in here. And I'm like, this is kind of a weak ad to come in to this space. So I'm already thinking that they're like squeezing some cheaper ads in there um, to somebody who they're willing to do a deal with just to fill time. We'll see what happens. Well, I, you know, I, I just, I think you brought up like a really, really good point that I think that shit needs to change. I think a lot of shit needs to change. And I think we're in a point like in society, like overall, if it's government, big business, you know, sports, we're feeling it right now. There's a, there's a grab on from like, a, I'm, I'm not going to say an older generation, but I, I, I think that's part of it that there's a big grab to hang on to what's old and that well, shit's getting ready getting, to change, man. Big I, time. I, Next 10 I, years, I, everything. I everything's going to change. I think and part it of it is to. generational uh, for that reason, too. I mean, I think you get, um, you know, there, there are a ton of boomers now that are, they've either moved on and, and sold their businesses or they're, they're getting close to retirement or they have retired, whatever it is. And you're going to see the gen X essentially generation starting to take over these businesses um, and or younger, which we're already seeing with a lot of the um, like Silicon Valley, obviously businesses, you're getting these young kids running stuff and they're running things different. They're spending money different. They're looking at things differently. Um, And yeah, 10 years, that's a great number or a great time period. I think for us to really, think about you know like what happens to sports advertising whatever golf's actually in probably one of the best positions it's been um i do i do i actually do fear that tiger eventually retiring here in the next few years he's uh no spring chicken anymore and he's kind of yeah he, yeah, he's, he's losing he's ramp down like the next five years between 45 and He's going to be ramping down. He's not going to that, – that dude is not going to play on the Champions Tour. It ain't going to happen. No, you I think, think he, he will? is. No, I think he is. I think he's going to take it. Yes. I think he'll take – I think he'll reinvent well, the Champions Tour. 
Just like he reinvented that. Just like he reinvented if, if anything, the whole game. He, would, he should. He should gonna, own it. If if he does gonna, anything, he should just own he, it and run it. No, <laughs> he, no he's going to take the champions tour to like a new level. It'd be cool if he did. Because people now are just living a lot yeah. older and like they're playing golf with the technology. It'd be cool he's if just, he did. He, he he's gonna he's gonna make it as competitive. People as, watch uh, it. No, I just don't know like, if he'll be able to get real golf. That's my whole thing with him. I think he's done enough damage to his body that I'm not sure he's gonna hold up. Um, but who knows? Who knows? But I do think we're gonna see a shift. I hope he does in these huge corporate sponsorships. And 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 them figuring out, you know, is that giving them the return that they need and, and part of this is like the pandemic right like you you get to the point where uh, how does anybody justify in the middle of something crazy like this spending that much money on a sporting event um crazy to me uh, you know a lot of the ads that we're seeing now those were like deals that were have been before all this stuff happened but, but dude i mean think about this like look We've talked about it. It's like you don't you see a lot of small businesses shut down, and you didn't see Target or Walmart shut down during the pandemic, and they were the most like their sales. Were I've up. hardly so, seen them advertise. You know, by the way, it's hardly. But maybe I'm not watching the right channels. I guess if I was on the Hallmark channel, I'd probably be seeing it a lot. But I'm not on the Hallmark channel, so well, well, they haven't advertised because yeah. I don't as think jerseys might sub flips on the open. Uh, little. Roller thing, dude. That, that shit, dude, so Jersey good. Mike, Jersey Mike's so good. Did you have you get that? It's <laughs> so good. What's better? What's better, dude? What's Jersey better, Mike's, dude. Have you had the um? What is it? It's the uh. uh no, 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 no. It's the uh, god damn it. It's a it's a it's a Philly cheesesteak. It's the um. What do they call that fucking thing? I've had, but it's it, got like jalapenos steak. and shit so in it. Exactly. Oh my god, dude. Oh, that yeah, thing yeah, is yeah, the yeah. bomb. It's like my favorite sandwich of all time. And I try to only eat it like every other week, but it's hard not to like eat it every fucking week. The big kahuna. The big kahuna, dude. That thing I've, is legit. When I put come, the, I add the uh, uh, that that cherry pepper spicy relish to it too. Oh, oh my god. Gosh damn dude, it's so, so good. Dude, Jersey Mike's needs to sponsor our podcast. Right now, I have I have come to conclude though that the worst thing, like for health wise, it's I think you can you can about drink as much as you want besides beer, but you can yeah. drink as much wine. Yeah, you can only drink so much bourbon, bourbon. without like running out of like, kind of like a tolerance at some point anyway. So it's like I, I don't think, think beer is good for you at all. Health, yeah. Yeah, health wise, it's no, it's not. But health wise, like it's all food. Every right. it comes down to food, like period. Like you can't like, if you eat well and then you drink, you know, some bourbon. Is a is a whole is a whole bottle. You're you're gonna feel good. You're gonna be healthy. Or just like part of a bottle. <laughs> I was Michael. So Michael sends me this. Uh, text like last week or something like that. He's like, hey, I just bought this off Instagram. And it's like this decanter for wine. You pour the wine into it 
And then whatever you don't drink, it has this cap that like seals it. So that like, there's no air that's still getting to it, you know, kind of thing. And it like seals it up for like, when you get back to it and I'm like, okay, I go, but what if I finish off that whole bottle? He's like, he's like, yeah, I end up wasting a lot of wine. I'm like, you don't drink the whole bottle in one night. <laughs> and he just laughed. <laughs> but I mean, hey, there's there's an there's an unhealthy way to drink too. I hey. Oh yeah, I mean excess, but I just think well, it's so much and, easier. And you and I talk about this too. Excess versus one thing, especially as I get older and I realize I have to exercise. So like. Like, you know, especially not golfing at all. God, I said golfing. Not playing golf. Sorry for the faux pas there. Um, You know, not playing golf, not walking. I, I, dude, it it went down, it went downhill quick. My whole body, like, started feeling like shit. It's just because of walking. So I, I started, like, walking on the treadmill, walking the dogs, just to, like, keep moving. God, I'm... Yeah, well, yeah, to. you run. I, ran, I can't like I run ran today, my knees morning, like a long well time. My feet don't do well with running, but um, I can't do it. But I can walk. I mean, I walked for an hour. Dude, it was the same shit as sitting on this couch, doing what I'm basically doing right now, watching a basketball game. I turned on the basketball game, it, random like Illinois versus dipshit university. I don't know who, Minnesota. And I listened to the Rogan podcast for an hour with Burr. And uh, watch that, the basketball on mute and just walk on the treadmill for an hour. The hour went by so fast. But it, I tell you what, that hour goes by fast flipping through my goddamn phone with the, with the damn game on too. You. So just something, something, something I got to do. But, but it's good for you. I got to get rid of the COVID 10 pounds I put on. Exercises. I mean, it's. But exercise can be a lot, right? Like you can, what you just said, like walking, like really long walk. It's like a 400, 500 calorie burn. Like, I don't even think you should look at it as calories. I think you should look at like, like if you feel good and if you, if you feel good, like your body keeps burning, that's what you want to like when you sit around and, you know, you're not doing shit and you're fucking no. eating dog shit and, you know, drinking, sitting around here, shitty IPA snack mix that I pull out. <laughs> yeah. It's just piling it on. Like, you don't, you don't no. need it. You don't, there's no calorie intake that's helping you right now. It's just, it's just dog shit yeah. going to your system. Yeah. That's what you want to try to avoid, but. It's it's hard. It's difficult. I mean, I mean, there's no real way to get around it. But hey, this is what happens when we we're get. Gonna, we're gonna keep probably uh, screwing up and eating eating dog this shit. Is, they, and, dude, this is just what happens when you get old, unfortunately. So, I, you know, I so I came down here to the house down in Estero and um. I came down a couple of days early for the, my uh, Sherry and the kids are coming down in a couple of days. But, you know, I've, I've been down here. I'm like, okay, I'm, 
totally free to do what I want, but I'm, I'm really focused and you know, I didn't eat shit today. I didn't eat like a, I ate a couple yeah. meals. I only ate two meals today and I really didn't eat snacks and I've just been running around and doing stuff. And then I, I had some drinks like, a, you know, sorry, like seven or eight. And, and uh, I don't know. I just moved, moved around. I didn't even think about eating, you know, shit. I think when I'm around like kids, I feel like it'd be more stationary and you know i gotta i sit there so i probably go and fucking grab some dog do, shit for you yeah, half the time you're waiting yeah, sit for there and watch happen, netflix right like like even at work i'm like i'm waiting for the next meeting or i'm waiting waiting for to be able to go pick up the kids or i'm waiting i'm like the amount of time i wait for shit is ridiculous and it's such a waste It's well, I mean, but I, I think that's part of life, right? You just, well, I think you that's why we all on, want to fill our time be any with bit stupid entertainment, like listening to the faded golf podcast or you know, flipping through your Instagram or whatever else. Because we're like, we, we spend so much time. It used to be a freaking magazine you'd pick up in a waiting room or you'd bring something with you to like do while you were waiting. But like, I think you, yeah, you're right. It, it is, it's freaking life, and it's always been this way. It's just now we're all trying to find like different ways to fill the void. And hopefully we all don't do it with freaking eating and snacking, but we definitely all, unfortunately we, we all do it now by looking at a damn screen too much. I think people need to break shit up. Like you got to break shit up. You got to break the monotony up. You got to do things that like, okay, it might make other people uncomfortable that you have relationships with in your life, but you just have to do it. Like, cause it's better for you and then you're going to treat other people better. Oh, you gotta, you gotta take the time. If you do the things that are right for you. Gotta take the time for yourself. It's why we play, dude, it's, it's why we play golf. If you really think about it. Because if you don't. Like if we're going to bring it back to something that relates to this podcast, or at least is one reason why I play golf. Dude, it gives me the, a four hour break from doing regular shit. And regular shit meaning, yeah. you know, running kids back and forth, answering emails, waiting for the next fucking thing to happen, whatever. Well, you feel you like just, a human I, male. You get you get a four hour when you play golf. You, from you feel like you feel like the day to day crap. And 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 the beauty of it is you get to it, golf well, demands you, that you focus on it. You can't, it's, to me, and I think it's why dudes play video games too, honestly. The, the downside to video games is that it's um, it's another screen. But at the same time, it is like a, an escape where you can totally be like, you know what? I'm going to put my phone over here. I'm going to focus on, I, 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 don't, I don't, I want no interruptions. I am going to focus on whatever I'm doing right now, whether it's Call of Duty or whatever your, your game of choice is. And I'm going to do this for however many hours. And if you go do that for four hours and I play golf for four hours, I'm not going to judge you other than at least I'm getting a little exercise. But at the same time, we do we all need breaks? If you don't have it, man, it's, it's, it's I think, I think if you don't, 
look, I think probably most guys are, you know, very select few, very great. I'm grateful listeners that listen to this. I think they're in the same boat. We are like, it's a, it's like, it's their yeah. sanctuary. They're so happy. They got that. Like you gotta have that though in your life. If you're not a golfer. Sure. You gotta have something, right? You gotta, you like to fucking garden. I don't know, whatever you like to sow. You gotta, but it's not only gotta be just, ours is a community too right you can always connect with people if you play golf and you know talk shit even if like you're you know different levels of golf and it it's since like together like you can belong to that and talk about similar things and equipment and you know players and all that and that's you know and I think there's people like with the basketball or you know football or anything with sports associated. I mean, you don't really relate anything beyond sports <laughs> too well, so uh, I'll probably stop um, with that. <laughs> but it's that's 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 a that's a really is our threshold. You know, I I mean, I like other things in my life, but it's more solitary. But when it comes to community yeah. and sports, it's I did spend like, like golf. I did spend it. literally like two hours we hang last out? weekend on the chess app. Literally like just getting my ass beat because I, I figured out real quick like play chess a lot better than me online. That was pretty – that was that was demoralizing because I was like, I was like oh my I'm God. pretty good. Like I know how to play chess. I'm like, no, I have no fucking idea how to play chess. Zero. Dude, that is a that's, dude, that's insane. The biggest How I dude, I got, I literally got waxed for two hours. Didn't win one game, not one. I won last night in a game, but like I got, I got beat last weekend for like two hours straight. But like it was so addictive because I was like, I was like, I'm gonna beat somebody. I'm gonna beat because they they just they pair you with some random person. It doesn't. And by the way, they're from anywhere. They're from everywhere. Like I played, I played it. I know Korea, what you're talking about. Canada, it, yeah. like who know, like who knows where, and every, they give you a rating. Like you have a score, and it's all based on how much you win, lose, whatever. It keeps knocking you down. If you lose, I'm finally down to I think a level where I can actually compete with people. I was much must have been at, like at a really high. They must start you out at like a higher level, and so you just start getting smoked. But um, yeah, like you want to talk about humbling. Uh, like I feel like I can beat a lot of people in golf, but man, did I just get, I've been just getting waxed in chess. Yeah, we're, <laughs> right. we're, I'm I, a 15 yeah, handicap in chess. Exactly. I like, I mean, oh, it, dude, chess, I, I, chess I, it was, awesome. it's, I'll tell you what, in one week, it's fantastic. very addictive, very addictive. Cause I'm like, man, there's like a strategy here. And you learn on every move, and you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. So you said Rogan. Like You listened to Rogan. He was yeah. talking about, like, some really high-level chess players. He says, like, those guys, when they're playing, like, high-level chess, like the best in the world, they burn more calories oh, just like they're marathon runners. Just because they are, like, so Isn't that focused. crazy? Their thoughts and, and their race, like their minds and bodies are just racing. They say they burn like 
Oh, they say they're they're burning so they're many calories. Like, it's That's crazy. Amazing. That that that. Wow. That's fascinating. Thinking. Like your brain, like if you once you get your brain going, yeah. like it does burn. It burns a ton. Like it. I I really like chess. Well, I, I'm just. I tell you what, though, I didn't want to. I've have gotten power at it. <laughs> so even though I'm like getting, I got like waxed like for two hours straight last weekend. I will tell you all day though, like I'm getting better. Like I'm seeing the moves coming. Uh, I really suck at like. Um. Uh, putting myself in position to actually like win though, but but like I see the moves coming now. It's it's different. It's uh, it, it to me it, there there are some similarities to golf and that there's like a strategy, there's a plan to it. You need to execute. You make mistakes. You might need to adjust. You know what I mean? Like okay, fine. Uh, golf's a. I mean, this obviously has a lot more constraints than golf does, but like it the, from a thinking standpoint. Um, I like it. So, I, I think I could be a very similar golfer as him. Like, if I to become chess, I could become like one of those guys <laughs> you just don't want to like fucking play. I just grind you out, right? Like you just want right. to. And I've learned yeah. enough moves, like to like. Okay, you can. You can. You can become a really you just don't make mistakes chess player, yeah. like where you don't. Take any risk. Don't make mistakes. And like people fucking hate playing. That's why I, take four yeah. hours to beat you. Like, like really good chess players can That's beat why I you, like these, but uh, like it's gonna take time forever. limit games. So it's like you clock. You have to make. You only have ten minutes to basically make all your moves. So basically, it's like a maximum twenty minute game. And uh, I find myself running out of clock more. Than, my competitors and I think that's part of my problem because I'm really trying to like not make a mistake but I'm still learning one weekend it'll be a good uh it'll be a good winter um activity so so I'm gonna switch gears here real quick so I just looked at this I pulled up a picture on the phone that same picture popped up of us at the Ryder Cup in what, what's traveling like? So good, just walking over, like mm-hmm. with our our our. When 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 are we going to be able American to go to another pants. country? Walk like. You think so? A like year? if this vaccine like truly like is yeah. working and takes off and whatever else. Year. I think. I think it's going to get to the point where like. Things won't function. Like government right now is propped up because there's so much money and you know, like fakeness with the way that the dollar's valued and just money valued in general that it can last for a year. But when it really starts hitting home, which I think it's it's getting ready to, um, you know. Things are gonna have to open up. Like there has to be risk taken because they're, they're closing more stuff down look, now. They're you and I both agree. We don't hold up. Hold up. You and I both agree. You and I both agree, and I think everybody agrees. No one wants to get sick. Next, no, no one. We don't want to die, but 
but we're really willing and ready to send like, you know, our people that are 18 years mm-hmm. old to go to war and fight and be in like way bigger risk yeah. zone to die of, you know, of, of a bullet or bomb versus this, you know, fucking invisible shit that you can't control. Well, they, period. I mean, you can't control it. These hey, guys, they're, dude, they're, these there's no way we control have it. happened as much as we can both around it. holidays. And it is the, the core reason why the government thinks they need to control something. When at the end of the day, the government actually doesn't need to control anything. The government's job isn't to keep people alive. It's not. Sorry, it's not. The government's the government's job is to, no, to inform people of what's even... going on and to help make sure that we've created you know you've created a uh, a society that um, obviously doesn't have criminals or something like that you know I mean there's there's like law some law and order there they're obviously we want to protect our nation from you know evil if you will and and you want to make sure that people can live you basically the government's there to help people live their lives the government right now is helping people or is trying to like play god is the way i look at it and it's very weird right now yeah no it's not it's really not because if you look at anything in history with like kings and monarchies and you know mean dynasties and shit it's the same shit. It's it's rule. It's like being in control yeah. and like controlling people. And when you're the and you're in that class of just like saying, "Hey, we can tell you what to do." It's just a power trip. In democracy, the United States has been the closest thing ever to like separate that and be apart from that. But now it's become so fucking corrupt that it's it it it's well, getting back. No, it where, doesn't because yeah, now, it doesn't now they're work. making decisions it based work. off of who they're going to get votes from. Well, and, 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 and it's executive about orders. votes. Executive so meaning, like, orders. If I make this decision today, will that keep my popularity up? Well, we shouldn't be making decisions based off popularity. We should be making decisions off of, you know, helping people live their lives and have a livelihood. And you should also be making recommendations that says, hey, here's what we recommend. We recommend you wear a mask. We recommend you don't get together in large groups. We recommend that you don't do this, 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 and this. But if you choose, but if you choose to, well, you need to understand you. these are all the risks that you could have. And I get it. They don't want to, I get it. They don't want to overwhelm the hospital. That's why. And, 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 and that's. But I. I agree with that. I do agree with that. But here's the thing. They can't mandate it unless Correct. it's voted in by a legislature that we represented and we voted in. The thing they say, like, hey, executive orders? No. Are law? They're not. You know, like things saying, hey, we just can no. sit, we can do what we want. That's not. No, that's that's what we that's why this yeah. country started, man, to get away well, from. Not- now they've tried People to make, that make it, now they've tried to make one it person so it's, it's like some decides. emergency or something like that. It's like, you know what? Let people let people make these choices. No, that's you know, what they gonna, say. That's a, what they say. Here's one thing that I do know. People learn from their mistakes. People don't learn from somebody else telling them that they're 
maybe could make a mistake. People don't learn from that scenario. Even little kids don't learn. You could tell a kid, hey, you know what? You need to wear a helmet or, hey, you shouldn't ride so fast or, hey, you know what? You need to be more careful when you do whatever. Guess what? Kid still falls down. Kid still hits their head. Kid still does whatever. You can give them all the warnings and you want. Humans don't give a shit about warnings. They're like, you know what? Prove it. And so what ended up happening is over uh, Halloween, people got together. They're like, you know, it wasn't that bad this summer. We all got together outside. Who cares? We'll all get together inside. Or we'll all just get together and have bonfires. Or we'll all do whatever. And next thing you know, after Halloween, after a bunch of whatever debauchery Halloween parties and whatever else, huh, what do you know? Cases go up. Not because of trick-or-treating, by the way, but because people got together for Halloween events and parties. And then, what do you know? They said, hey, you know what? We, we don't think you should get together for, for Thanksgiving because it's going to spread. Well, there are still plenty of people that are like, all right, you know what? I don't think it matters. I'm still going to get together with my family. You can't tell me what to do. And you know what? People got together. And go figure it spread. And yes, people got sick. It could be, it could be just well, fucking wintertime. So too, the other thing like that's happening is that increase. I mean, they're finding that there's people that are obviously getting it worse. And there's also people that are having paranoia. And so in turn, what's that, what's happening is that people are going in, they're getting tested and then they're keeping coming back to the hospital and they're overwhelming the hospital people. I mean, this is me talking to a doctor and they're saying, yeah, we're having like repeat patients. So, the hospitals are filled and, 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 and nurses are busy and stuff like that because people keep coming back because there's a paranoia around this virus that they might die. So people constantly want doctor attention because they've essentially been told that they could die versus somebody going, hey, you know what? I'm going to treat this. I'm going to listen to what my doctor said. I'm going to take these drugs. I'm going to be fine. And I'll I'll get over this. It's just going to, you know, to go instead over hospitals are getting overwhelmed because people are coming back, coming back. Now, are there some bad cases? Are there some older people that aren't doing well with this? Absolutely. I'm not trying to discount any of that, but that was an amazing pass. Sorry. I'm watching the Georgia tech Florida state game, but like, Hey, we're Whoa. we're in a we're in a uh, a tough <laughs> a tough spot right now. I don't look, dude. Look, my wife's grandma has COVID right now. She's eighty-seven years old. Yeah, and there's there's like a real there's a real risk. There's a real fear. I mean, she had the flu. Oh, absolutely. If she had the flu right now. I mean, the same fear. So, here's the thing, like. How did she it's, get it's, it? There's how does an Here's eighty-seven what's year old person get it? There was like a there was a oh, break there was a breakout there was a breakout in the nursing home. She's in a nursing home, yeah. And this is her first year in nursing home. Go figure. Sucks, but here's the divide that's not happening with the way the the you know the government and these, some of these dipshit governors are trying to control. Is that they're trying to blame people? It's like, who are you trying to blame? Like, nobody wants to get sick, so you're losing there. And then you're saying, like, people being careless, you're like, 
okay, well, every one of you have been proven, including governors, of going out and dinners and doing the same shit we are. So what are you fucking talking about? So stop being a hypocrite and just know that, like, we're all in this together, but we're not. We don't need you to tell us what to do. That's what it comes down to. We don't need you to tell us what to do because most people are pretty smart. You know, they can make decisions on their own and they can make decisions upon and even like local government. They can make decisions like, okay, if we need to absolutely shut the school down because we got 50 cases. I remember like a stomach flu, like breakout in a school, like you got shut down if like if it's getting yeah, out we never shut down the school control, we can when the flu was got like no but we never but we, we don't need like the top level government telling us no. what to do on a ground did level we, because by they don't, the, by they the don't way, know what the fuck they're doing test. from there like like we are testing now like there's there's something there where there's like it's almost like we're over sophisticated with this right like there's some huge test for it like how many did you ever test for a cold before? Did you ever test for the flu like this before? Not really. You know, I mean, you kind of, yeah, somebody had like the flu, they were feeling bad. Sure, you go in, but you're like, yeah, I had the flu. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And I don't know. I don't think you've been ever I, I, like, you've never been like probably poisoned with the, 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 the mental illness and no. OCD. And I actually kind of, I kind of have yeah. a little bit before in my life. Like there's a, it's, it's, it's a really bad thing. Like it, like something keeps yeah, repetitive in your mind and it sucks. And I've actually been there. It sucks. And you know, I'll come out and say it. Hey, and it, it, something just keeps stabbing in your mind and you're like, fuck, this doesn't go away. But the reason it doesn't go away, cause you keep trying to reassure yourself, meaning you're trying to reach out for an answer that's never yeah. going out it's so like when people try to like they worry about germs or washing their hands they constantly do it they keep it over and over because trying to reassure themselves they're going to get clean and i think that's what our society has become we're ocd yeah. right now we're we're mentally our our society is mentally yeah. ill well, i really been, believe right. it's been created because i've actually experienced yeah. it and like and, it, and the only way and the only way that it can stop is he put it down and put it away and say, look, okay, put it over there. I'm not going to just keep diving in that shit. I'm just going to, okay, if it happens, it happens, but I'm going to move forward. Dude, that, that's a, that's a great analogy. About it. You know, I, I think that, you know, there's, there's people that struggle with that kind of stuff. And there's people that struggle with other, you know, just, um, uh, like whether I don't want to go like I don't want to say like dep- I don't want to compare it to like depression necessarily but anxiety maybe kind of thing because it is it's the OCD thing right so like there's people that have anxiety there's people that worry about stuff all the time and, and all you try to do is reassure those, those are challenges right like like because you only you can understand how you're thinking right like nobody else is ever going to get in your head and be like I, oh yeah I do I totally know how I feel like nobody ever is going to really understand how you feel. You're the only one that's ever going to understand that. And so I, I, I get that. I get what you're saying. Like we've created a lot of anxiety around this and. And we keep trying to reassure ourselves like, dude, it's like the, there's like this, there's a mental illness sitting around like Googling. And like, if you keep like, 
Googling. Let's say you like think mm-hmm. something's wrong. With yep. you. Okay. You keep going down this rabbit hole. You're trying to like reassure yourself. You're like, okay, what's this? What's it? I'm gonna Google this. I'm gonna Google this. You know, right. Some raw, right? Skin cancer to fucking like, your right. You're like, oh man, I've got this weird pain. Fucking no, my abdomen. Gosh, it, it's probably you know cancer. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing with what we have going on right now. It really is. If people like in general, and the government knows it, and they're the reinsurance, and like, you know what, guys, you got to depend on yourself. Like that's yeah. what it comes down to. If like, you need help, you need help. here. Here's the hotline. You'll get it. But like here, you you here's what we're going to tell you to do. We're going to tell you to wear a mask. We're going to tell you to avoid avoid large groups. If you do and you get it, it's it's at your risk at this point. But we we advise highly against it. You know, well, kind of thing. And but let's not let's not let's not put a beacon towards that. Like let's still keep yeah. doing your work, living your life, yeah. and focusing on and be like and, and and because here's the other thing too. Like when people fail, and this is what I guess. I go back to like Sweden kind of thing, right? Like they were like, Hey, we're not going to shut it down. We're going to give a bunch of advice. And we're going to let things happen. Like humans talking to humans versus like powers that be talking to people. It goes so much further. Like word of mouth is so much more powerful. Hey, oh my God. This is all, this is coming full circle. We're going to go back to the advertising point, Right. You can tell me all day through this advertisement that the Xbox, I should go buy the new Xbox. But you know what's more powerful is if I talk to like friends that are like, dude, the new Xbox, amazing. You have like, if you don't have one, like sell all your old stuff. This is the, this is the thing you have to have, right? If somebody tells you some car is amazing, or some products amazing, some phones amazing, some video game system is amazing. You're more likely going to adopt that as your reality than if some advertisement does. And so again, the government, which to me is basically sending you an advertisement that says you should worry about all of these things, versus if you just let it all play out and people are like, shit, all my friends are getting sick. This is weird. Maybe we should stay home, like they said. It, it might have actually all panned out a little bit better. But instead, we've created a lot of worry. We've created a lot of panic. Uh, we've created a lot of controversy. A lot of bad stuff. More, more bad is, than good has come out of locking people down and shutting shit down. For sure. Government sucks. Look, I... I, I don't care. This is, no, this isn't even political. Libertarian, yeah, this Republican. Even, I don't nope. care. I don't care. But but the government cannot. It can sometimes just overreach, and it's just it hasn't. It's just not been good. And it's I will blame the. Who do you want to put blame on? It's the government. There is like they're just trying there to is, pose. Dude, all there's these nobody things. other than yourself and the people around you. Meaning your your circle. I'll get, I'll say that, that is going to make a better decision than you, you and your circle can. Sorry. There really isn't. Well, you can just see, you can really see like what's occupying people's mind. They need to get it out. Look, we got to talk about it, but yeah, I'm in, so, you know, I'm in Florida right now. 
It's like the last <laughs> sanctuary on earth. I mean, it, people are being, you know, I, I think cautious to themselves. Like the way that we're describing, hey, individually, like if you want to stay home, you stay sure. home. If you want to go out, get a beer, get food, go to the grocery store, do what you got to do. Um, you know, they wear a mask if you're worried. But if you want to stay home, yep. you can get everything delivered to your house. Sure. That's your choice, yep. right? Your choice. Yeah. And we have such great, we have such a great, like, capitalistic economy that, like, you can go out or you can stay home. You could do everything. You can live at your house. Yeah. Everything delivered to you. But instead, the everything. government thinks we're so dumb that we can't make the right dumb. choices on what we want to do with ourselves, that they decide that they're going to limit it. My, I mean, the, yeah. the, go, the, the governor, well, it's bullshit. Hey, the Dude, governor that is bullshit. in Indiana you decided on Sunday, this last Sunday, that he wanted to now limit the number of large gatherings in Indiana because of the spiking. Do you know what happened because of that? My daughter's ballet for the Nutcracker got canceled on on sunday she was able to perform it on saturday but on sunday because hey let's just pick an arbitrary day day to put this new rule into effect she couldn't perform so she got to perform two times and instead of four thank goodness they put these girls put a lot of effort into these kind of shows but because some guy says hey you know what uh i'm gonna just now decide what to do with this pandemic and say that, well, large gatherings such as theaters uh, should be shut down now. They basically shut down the, the show. And, but, and, and you know what, you want, you want, it's really going to cap all this off and gosh, I'm watching sports right now and I love my sports. And I've been to two Colts games this year, by the way, but the Colts are still going to have, 12,000 fans this Sunday in their stadium. But yet gatherings of, you know, X size in the state were shut down last Sunday. So basically all other types of theaters, all other types of venues other than the Colts were basically shut down because of social distancing and, and, and obviously the, the spread of. So, there was twelve thousand people in Kroger. Like my, last my point Sunday is, these guys have there. no idea. So what they're fucking look, if you can no get your, if you can get your food, if you can get your, yeah. But here's a it, it's fucking modified like social. It's it, look in 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 China when they uh, they literally locked down a million party. people. They said, look, <laughs> they, no, no, but that was before. So. So you you could not leave your yeah. fucking house. You got your food delivered. You got all this shit. You could not. That's the way it was. Like, look, guys, if you're gonna lock down theaters and small businesses, like, then lock yeah. down Walmart, lock down Target, lock down Chick Fil A. You know, do it. If don't just half ass it. Like they have to do it or not. And then I don't agree with it. Like there'd be a probably they know they can't do it because it you know be insane pushback my point is is that like don't try to dabble in the control man like this is democracy like and we have yeah we have rights and like look we're gonna 
we're going to make decisions based upon what's best for ourselves. And I, 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 you know, I live in a, we live here, we live in America and I want to, want to be able to, all I've, uh, all I've to, learned, to base myself upon all I've learned because, from all this, look, you said, look, is that you, you, the you government go, doesn't trust us and turn, we should not trust the government. That's all I've learned from this. That's all I've learned. If that's if that's if that's the takeaway, it's the truth from a pandemic is that the government doesn't trust the people and that now because of that we in turn we shouldn't trust the government. Man, that's sad. How how the fuck does a Chick-fil-A and a Target stay open and then Yeah, with the with all the social like distancing and your things daughter and gets protocol in place, right? How, 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 that, that, that makes no sense. No, it doesn't. And I don't care. I don't care who disagrees with that. I don't, it just doesn't make sense. If you disagree with me, tell me why you disagree. Tell me what's the difference because. But it, I, I just go back to personal system. choices. Like it's not. Why is the government dictating the choice? Like you can believe all day that it's not a good idea to go to a large event. Fine. Then don't. Then you personally don't go. I'm. I'm told. I'm fine with that. Like I'm not disagreeing with the person that thinks that that's not. That. that but. But there. There shouldn't be a, a governing body that. That also basically dictates whether or not that's a good decision. Uh, and and, and the whole country's based on brother. They're using this idea that like, well, the hospitals are going to get overwhelmed, and it's like, well, you know what. If the hospitals get overwhelmed, do you think people will learn? I, I think they'll learn actually a lot faster if the hospitals are overwhelmed and they can't get treatment or they can't get into a, in a room or they can't even see a nurse. People are going to learn real quick, hey, you know what? We don't want to get this. But instead, instead, yeah. prematurely, get scared and stay home. you keep making these decisions based off the what ifs. And it's like, you know what? Let it happen. Let it happen because if it if it truly does, yeah. which the is governor what's happening thinks, in Florida, like, where what's the right governor? Now, what's the what's the governor's what's going? It, you know what? Let's see what happens. Because and what what and what's happened? Guess what? People have been like the people that are afraid. They've stayed home. The people that are okay with it, they're fine. And and the and the hospitals, yeah. yeah. At times, they've probably been busier than they should be, but it hasn't been tapped. So. DeSantis, uh, look, look. If if the governor of India, whoever, whatever state, decides, like when he st- when he understands, like you, your decisions don't, you're just like you and I. It's just like it's kind of like, I try to like equate it like a, I don't know, like a like a Catholic church, like a priest. They're just like you and I, but there's like some kind of like level <laughs> where they think no. they're above. You're not. You're not. You're not at all. You're a dude, just like me, just like Mark. You know, just you know, Governor Holcomb. You're just like us. So let us like if you came into my house, you know, a governor came to my house. You try to start telling me what to do in my house, like you get pissed. Like get the fuck out of here. And that's just kind of, it's like in a weird way, they think they've moved into your house, 
to be able to tell you what to do. It's kind of bullshit. It, no, no, actually, oh. it's not kind of bullshit. It's bullshit. Some people, I think people are starting to wake up to that. Unless you live, well, I mean, apparently Most, people a lot in California people. are waking Some up people. to it if they're moving out. Yeah, I mean, I, I got friends out there. They're just, they're fucking miserable. It's not, it's just not good. I mean, uh, uh, it's just so weird that, you know, that like a state like that, it's like there's, how quick the mm-hmm. power grab is by the government. Well, and how quickly have a situation How quickly like do this. they also? Why do we fall into the uh, do as I say, not as I do? Freaking funnel, where it's like, don't go get a haircut. Oh, and then the, there they are, and you know, like, don't go to an event without a mask, and there they are out to like dinner with a big group or what? All the stuff that keeps you. Hey, don't travel over Thanksgiving, and and. Then they're like hopping on a plane a couple hours later. Like, like, dude, this stuff. I'm telling you, you want to talk about power? You want to talk about power? It's grab? out of control. It's out of control. The this this whole idea that like they they are they are catering to the people that uh, are well. It's kind of like we we're probably just talking about like there. Hey, there's a lot of people that are paranoid. There's a lot of people that are nervous. There's a lot of people that. Um, you know, uh, have anxiety and stuff like that. And you, you, you pander to that group there. Hey, there's, there's plenty of people in America that are that group, but is that the right group to pander to? Or is it like, is it obvious in my mind that they're just pandering to that group or in other people's minds that they're pandering to that group? Um, you know, hey, there's plenty of people in need and I'm, I'm all for supporting those, you know, groups that support those people. And I'm all for, helping people that are in need and all those kind of things, but pandering to groups and pandering to people that can't make decisions uh, or make bad decisions. That doesn't make any sense to me. Guys, this conversation keep going. I mean, I, I just read a book called um, a nonfiction book called red notice. It's about this guy um, like, um, you know, he grew up in New York or Boston, and and uh, his great grandfather was the head of the Communist Party in the United States in the 1930s, which is probably not a good thing. Um, no, but even in the 30s, it wasn't looked down upon as bad as it got until like yeah. the 40s and 50s, and Cold War shit started happening, but. This guy was um, like kind of an outcast in his family, and his his like his 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 brother and sister were like insanely intelligent, and he was the grandson of this guy that was you know Marxist follower. But he's like, look, what can I be? Because what can I be that is the complete opposite? of like what my family follows. Like I, they're extremely intelligent. They're MIT fucking in Harvard Har- uh, scholarship winners. And he goes, I'm going to be <laughs> a capitalist in Russia. Wow. And dude, this book is incredible. Like you should read it, man. You should read like a it. reader's it's digest. So cool. What he does, but what he figures <laughs> out. 
no, you would just love it, man. It's just, it's insane. Like what, what he like discovers, yeah. like how shitty communism is, the corruption and like how much, like, dude, he even had, dude, he has dealings with Putin, like Putin, like sabotaging him and trying to like, you know, basically imprison him in Russia. Like, it's crazy. It just, like, the corruption level of what happens when the yep. government gets too much control, it's so bad. Just read that book, please. Anybody that listens to podcast, which is our few and far between and our most hey, dude, grateful we're, we're listeners, growing. read that book, we're Red growing. Notice. It's, it's so awesome. We've, we we got to probably be more consistent, but we're, we're growing. But that book... But... Uh, that book will back up that. everything we've been talking about with government control. It's a, it's, and it's true. It's all true. Now, it, it's crazy. Like you, right. I'm telling you, Mark, you I know you're not a big reader. You know, I'm, read not, that yeah, book. I'm not a big You'd reader, but I, I, I think there's a, there's plenty going on, but um, we all, we all need, Hey, bottom line from my perspective is that um, we should all read more. We should all educate ourselves. And whether you get your information from books or you get your information from articles, you get your information from uh, listening to podcasts or radio. I mean, I'm not, there's obviously some sensationalism in the media. So I'd be careful with uh, regardless of channel that you, you listen to. But to me, like you consume information, you consume content and, and you figure some stuff out. But I don't think you should, I don't, but I'm not even like all, you know, like the norm of like, Hey, you should, I don't believe in that. I believe you yes, should just correct whatever stimulates your mind. Yeah. Well, you should always be learning. What stimulates right? your like, mind you are. in, in, in always. It, like I'm never content always, always with where I'm at. Always. Never. Like I'm good at what I do, but I'm never content with it. Right. It's kind of like our golf game. Like, I mean, it's a golf podcast. Like you should always be like, working on something like if you're if you literally show up on the first tee and you're like totally content oh, yeah. with whatever you got you come out came off the range with or you're prepared for like you're you're it's the beauty of our game that we love is that you're 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 constantly working on something you're constantly learning like it's whether it's like a a different way to look at a pitch shot to figuring out how you hit a fade in a um, you know, on a, on a, in a tight driving situation or something like that. Like to me, it's like, if you're not trying to figure that stuff out, but I, Hey, I get it. We're like, our, our is different than some other folks, right? Like, Hey, there's some dudes that are like literally trying to be like, Hey, I just don't want to like chunk it five times this round. Fine. But if you're not working on that, meaning like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to make sure I don't chunk it as often. I'm going to make sure I don't pop a drive up this round or i'm going to make sure that i don't do whatever this round i don't three putt whatever it is like it's the beauty of our game man you're working on it and i think to me in business life whatever you should we should also be doing that well you and i agree on a lot of stuff which is cool that's why we do this shit percent Yeah, I mean, we disagree on shit, but, you know, we talk it out. Just like you should. Like, 
it's like that's why I love Joe Rogan. Like yeah. I think you're starting to listen much. It's like you disagree with shit. It's cool. Like you just you talk through it. And like, look, if you you can come to a point where you totally disagree, but you still like you can come to a common ground on something. Like, hey, look, you know, me and you, if you don't like yeah. red and I like blue, but you know what, we both like colors. It's just, it, and that's the problem with a lot of things that go on today. Is like, there's no, there's like these statements that go out there in social media. People don't connect, and they'll just say these things, and they sit out there, and people feel shitty about it because they disagree. But if you talk about it, you just keep going through it. You know, like, hey, well, we're in the fucking day, man. We're all just well. Things. People are we're fucking talking like, about shit. Deathly afraid of offending somebody at this point as well. And people are deathly afraid of, no, I don't think, we're, I, don't, I don't think me. And, and a lot of people are also very protective of their brand and they're protective of who they are as an individual. And I, Hey, by the way, I'm, I'm not saying that people shouldn't be, um, uh, by any means. But we don't. No, well, we're, I, but we're I, not. I we are either. I respect people. everybody and their opinion and we whatever respect. else. And hey, if you disagree with me, I'm willing to sit down and have a conversation. I'm fine with that. So, you know, at the at the same time, though, I, I do. Th- I, I I recognize. I guess is my point that there there's people that aren't willing to put themselves out there um, to have a conversation because they um, are maybe more conservative in in their approach to discussions or whatever, and that's fine too. Um, I don't expect anybody to get into a debate, but you know what? Fine. Consume some information, consume both sides of the conversation. You know, don't just read one publication. Uh, don't just watch one channel. Um, don't consume it at all from a media perspective. Like take it in from a totally different way. Um, have your own opinions, uh, have a diverse group of people that you talk to. I don't know. Like there's so many different ways that people can obviously, build the, I guess, the picture of what they have um, for what were, you know, their lives and their livelihood and whatever. But I don't know. It's, it's so boxy to a degree. But at the same time, like you and I, I, we, I constantly relate this back to golf and that um, we, I, I look at the game that we play that maybe does not cater to everyone. And it, part of it is because it, there's a skill that takes a lot of time to uh, to build. And um, but just like that skill that it takes to build. Having an understanding of like where you fit in and what you want to do with stuff like that's all stuff that you've got to study and learn over time. And you know what? This is a total sidebar and probably something for another. But I think our school system actually does no justice to our kids, like very little and helping them um, learn on their own and also giving them the tools that they need to go out and seek the information that might help them. It's all canned shit for the most part, but that's a, that's another conversation for another day. Yeah, that's good. Yes. Look, we love to talk about, we love golf, but we need a break. I think we need a break from everything and we need to be able to talk shit out. Just like what's on our mind. And I, I want to hear golfers. I want to hear like, like, well, yeah, like what, let's, we're going to try to get shit. Gonna, like pro golfers. 
But but hold on, but hold on, but hold on, hold on. I want to be able to point this out though. So here's a golfer's venue coming up. So they had the Tiburon down in Naples, right. and then they head over to Hawaii here after their break for a month. No, that's not quite like reality, like as normal human beings. So, you know, hard to relate in some regard, like. In, and they've said it's like, dude, this is fucking crazy awesome. And yep. like, they have three or four tournaments in a row in Doesn't Hawaii. Suck. Like, that's fucking cr- in January. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like, that's it's the a dream. Different, a different. Uh, it's literally the dream. Right different. There. So. <laughs> yeah, kind of like it's Kenny Moore getting that interception positive, awesome uh, on way. Sunday. Different. Like, imagine like. Yeah. He's like, hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. What if I said, hey, Mark? Look, I'm going to give you four opportunities <laughs> in January to win yeah, $1.5 right? million. Dollars. Yeah. Are you in? No. We'll pay for you to get and you there. Don't have to put any, we'll and you don't have to hotel. put any money out. We just want you to show up. Yeah, bring your family. It'll be good. Look, bring hey, your family. By the way, if you need new equipment, Fine. We'll, bring. we'll have a trailer like right there. So if you need like a new grind on your wedge, we'll take care of you while we're there. Yeah. By the by, by the right. way, if you make the cut, you make one eighty. It's one eighty. One one eighty. And look. No. Look, let me know. If your kids want a zip line, yeah. You know, a few times. Yeah. We'll go snorkeling too. It's Be okay. great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those guys those guys well, are so much it, better than us though, by the way. We got it. like like so much better. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love them. I love their short games. They're good. They're are incredible. I mean, their wedges and their short games. They're elite. Are elite. Insane. Elite. Like we. Like I, I look at how often I don't chip it. I love it. Six, seven feet. And then I also look at how often I don't make putts within ten feet. By the way, Bryson DeChambeau last year, 91% of putts went in within 10 feet. 91% of putts within 10 feet he made. That's dumb. Think about that. (laughs) That's dumb. So, fuck the distance debate. That dude... Need the the arm lock putter needs to go away before the ball needs to be rolled back. If they're going to talk about freaking like limiting equipment, because that dude was putting out of his mind last year. No, it, it's you know I tried. Have you considered the arm lock somewhere? And I try it. It's weird. It's not. It's. It does, but I don't think it's it keeps much that putter steady than the claw. For me, it wasn't it wasn't a dramatic enough difference for me than the claw. And you know, actually, you know the the um, what I liked better was uh, when when you used to be able to anchor. I liked the broom putter, like the long putter, because you could 
You did, and you locked because you could yeah, really we, we lock put, your we left put it to arm, your chest, like in a in a triangular lock right to the center of your chest. And then it's, it's it was almost the same motion as the the claw grip with your right hand, and you really just moved that putter back and forth from a um, did it work? Like just a pendulum pace perspective. I really liked it. I think I would have had to um, practice more like from a, a like lagging distance management perspective, but man, I really felt like that was a way to just have some consistency. At the same time, you still, here's the thing, you still had to hit at the speed you needed to, and you still had to get it online. It wasn't like it, it, it kept this face. It wasn't like robotic where it kept the face square the whole time. Actually, I, I don't like the fact that they got rid of the um, anchoring thing, but it is what it is. Um, anyway. Yeah. Well, hey, brother. Uh, great catching up. Love it. We hadn't done one in a couple weeks. Well, um, and uh, I know our all of our fans out there have been just probably fiending for uh, a new episode. So um, hopefully we didn't bore them to tears with uh, with our you know fiending. non-golf conversation. Uh, non-golf on, talk. You know lockdown versus non-lockdown protocols and things like that but at the same time uh hopefully we brought enough golf in there and maybe maybe out of this and maybe i'll throw this in at the very end for anybody that's stuck around if you feel like this is a forum where you would like to chime in and you want to be a part of and you want to be part of the conversation let us know uh we'd love to have you on the show we love we want we we want more guests um, yeah, absolutely. If you if you if disagree, you disagree with us, we, I'd love to hear a different point disagree, of view. That's um, a mo- I can I can disagree with people all day. That's really easy to do, right? Like it's it's really it's really easy to be the critic. It's much harder to be the person who's being criticized. So, um, yeah, if if you want to uh, have a different opinion, we're we're welcome to have that on the show, and hope you guys enjoyed whatever it is this was <laughs> and uh we'll be back for another one we've got we do have the holiday coming up or we are hoping to possibly get a guest or two on in the next couple of weeks through the holiday if we don't we'll figure something out but um uh in the meantime john have a great time in florida and uh we'll catch up soon and uh go out there hit more greens if you not can actually tough. play at your course score better dude lamar jackson by the way totally had to take a shit last night i'm gonna throw this in at the end that there's there is no way <laughs> i know I he just said he wasn't but that, no. dude, that dude that dude totally that too he that dude to a touch had one. an emergency poo bullshit dude he blew guaranteed up. anyway yeah who cares so what oh, yeah. if he did? So yeah. what? Yeah, I mean, like, shit. Be like, yeah, man. That's like, like, crept like, why would he me. even deny that? I had like, some, who cares? Like, you know, shit. I had some wings for lunch that day. Whatever. I don't care. You know. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> milk. Exactly. Like he <laughs> some milk. Pick the food that you know, tacos, wings. Or like think think of all the shit that runs through chili. 
I don't know, whatever. Say say whatever you had for lunch that day, and it snuck up on in, in the third quarter. We'd, we'd be fine. So, anyway. All right, go out there, hit more screens to score better. See y'all, thanks.